This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is Abhinandan Sekri and with me I have... Hi, I'm Amrita Roy. And... And I'm Aditya Relangi. And this is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode number 134. Rajshri Sen is somewhere in Turkey, Istanbul, the whatever, Euphrates River, right? Which one is there? Nile, I don't know. My geography was always not very good. Nile is not in Turkey. No, Euphrates is Nile is in Africa, right? So, let me introduce our two guests. We have an extremely accomplished bunch of post-millennials co-hosting with me. Feel free to call me uncle. And in case I make bad jokes, say, shut up, uncle. Uh, you can say, uh, so we have Amrita Roy who's joining us from Hong Kong. Hi, Amrita. Hello. You can't see her, but I can see her on this Skype, video Skype, and she's sitting in a very fancy office, and it makes me feel so inadequate and gareeb. Feel free to come over. (laughs) (laughs) So, Amrita is a classic third culture kid. She was born in Kolkata, grew up across multiple cities in India and overseas. She works at a big six Hollywood studio and is a believer in the power of storytelling and narratives to shape societal conscience. Increasingly, she finds herself gravitating towards series that allow ordinary characters who are representative of the diversity of the human populace to exist with all their eccentricities and imperfections without judgment. Some shows that have brought her immense joy in the recent past are Kim's Convenience, Working Moms and Atypical, none of which I've seen, Amrita, so... It's you should, you all, really should. I will, you know, I, I intend to make more time in the coming few weeks and really catch up with my my shows i'm i'm like a few years behind like i'm discovering mind hunters and all now uh-huh. so yeah <laughs> meanwhile aditya is a friend and now co-host i met aditya actually when i had uh, gone to the us and we had a, a subscribers meet so aditya is a software engineer based in dallas in texas he moonlights as a podcaster hosting in the end it's a telugu language podcast that talks about film television and pop culture He's been one of the first few subscribers of News Laundry in 2014 when we started taking subscriptions. And he was the first paying NRI subscriber. And uh, he worked with uh, Ranjan to fix some of our billing issues when we had some tech issues back then. So he's been one of our first few NRI subscribers. So welcome, Aditya. And also, when I was in the US for that conference at, at Boston at Harvard, he very kindly took the time and took me around. I needed to do a few things, including eat a nice steak, because when I was coming back, I wasn't getting any steak here. So he really took half a day off and he didn't even let me pay for lunch. So thank you, Aditya. No worries, no worries. I'm an Abhinandan fanboy, so... Oh, really? I guess you're all wondering why. (laughs) So these two post-millennial youngsters are going to review the following. We're going to be talking about Atypical Season 3, American Factory, Asuran, Kaithi, these are Telugu films, I'm guessing, uh, Aditya? These are all Tamil. Oh, they're all Tamil. And Big, big, big yeah. Hill. So, oh, big so, Hill. but your yeah. podcast is Telugu, right? We do it in Telugu, but we cover uh, everything, like Telugu, Tamil, uh, uh, foreign films, anything. I see. And everything, so. Okay. And uh, we have advertisements. We're going to be talking about three advertisements and one controversy, advertising controversy of Citibank being sued by a filmmaker. And we have Khuli Nagare an underground rap hip-hop group. But first, rate our podcast wherever you are, whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, If you give us a high rating, more people will discover us and give us a favorable review. That'll help too. 
so let's get to hong kong first amrita before you tell us about atypical tell me about about this this big studios you work for is there any role for an uncle who <laughs> kind of still is clinging on to youth desperately pathetically <laughs> i mean yeah feel free i'm sure they'll find a role for you here <laughs> if you want <laughs> so how's hong kong are you taking part in the protests did you um, I haven't been um on the ground recently because it's increasingly getting a little dicey but yeah initially back when it started this year around June July there were mass protests lots of people went but, but you're not, kind of- but you're not like a citizen right so i mean you don't have that much skin in the game in any case no i don't but i've been here for 7 years now so it pretty much feels like home for now okay um Yeah, but yeah, I'll be moving soon again. So I guess yeah, it well, feels less less relevant personally. Back to India? Ah, uh, no, London. <laughs> oh, nice. चलो ठीक है. London there are a lot of Punjabis. You'll have fun. <laughs> so tell us about Atypical season three. What is special or not? Why do you recommend it? Um, yeah. So I guess for people who haven't seen the show at all, it's uh, a coming of age dramedy sitcom kind of a series, um, and centers around a teenage boy who's on the autism spectrum and it's a very coming of age story for him as to how he navigates high school um his decision to try to become more independent um and go to college and all the new experiences that come with him being a person on the spectrum how his family deals with that oh so, it sounds it sounds really serious is is it i mean it's not it's, it's very funny mm. it's very slice of life it's not heavy in that sense where it's like the world is falling apart or um mm. you don't get sad watching it it's a very breezy how i met your mother or friends kind of a show that's the feel and and this is season 3 so season 1 and 2 were his growing years and he's in high school now or is it different so season 1 starts with him being in his last year of high school so he's a senior mm. and he's trying to figure out what he wants to do does he want to go to college or does he not want to go to college because most kids who on the spectrum are not very successful in college in the traditional sense of graduating in 4 years or you know getting a degree and all of that. Hmm. Season 2 there is other stuff going on with the family. Um there are some marriage problems with the mother and the father and the sister he has a sister and she is also moving into a different school. Hmm. And season 3 focuses on him um going to college and um uh, trying to figure out what college means and what it means to not be at home but he had that entire support system of his family i see so sounds interesting i've seen my left foot that was with what's his name the guy who was in gangs of new york as well i have not daniel de lewis was in there right daniel de lewis he also um he was differently abled and he uses his left foot for everything i mean it was it wasn't like sad in that sense they made it really um watchable interesting but yeah i think it's very brave to pick up subjects like this because it's very easy to get it wrong and also yeah. the political correctness is something today that is a lot more um, i mean there's a pc police out there so something that you may not intend to be offensive could end up being uh, yeah have you seen it aditya have you seen the show i haven't seen it but uh, this reminds me a lot of uh, the film that sean ben was in like i am sam uh, mm-hmm. that also deals with the same uh, kind of thing but it's more of a fa- father daughter uh, scenario right like an adult navigating the world uh, and then it's also you know kind of like uh, coming of age for a father mm-hmm. like an autistic father yeah uh, but that's more uh, that 
that handles it really well. Like, like I think Sean Penn won quite a lot of awards for that film as well. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you say? Yeah. Have you guys seen Rain Man? No, I haven't no. seen Rain Man. Okay, Rain Man is a from from my generation. It's it was classic. It was uh, Tom Cruise <laughs> and David uh, Hoffman, uh, Dustin Hoffman, David Bolton, and he's uh, their brothers. Uh, Tom Cruise finds out about him much later that he was a uh, child. Fr- his father uh, had had. <laughs> fathered him and he's his half brother and he has to go get him because his father's died and he's left him in charge uh, and i think there's something about a will that everything is left to him that's why tom cruise has to put up with him he's not a very kind person but he has to put up with him because that's the only way he's going to get his inheritance and over the right. film how he kind of bonds with him and because mm-hmm. he is um uh, now i i'm not very familiar with the differences medically but uh, it's it's uh, i don't know if he's autistic basically he has a very heightened sense with sense with numbers but he's Socially awkward, doesn't make eye contact. He gets freaked out if someone touches him. But he can add really well. It's more of Asperger. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's that called? Asperger. Asperger syndrome, right? That's right. So, and I remember back then in the eighties, any kid who was slow, even in school, we'd call him a Dane man. And I think back, it was such a fucking politically incorrect age. Yeah, you know, it was. There was no uh, hesitation. How about Dane man ko bolde na? So, and and it was. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, um, I, I think it's it's amazing that such shows are made in today's time because these are not subjects that would be typically tried. Right. Yeah, and I think the great thing with the show is like like you said about the political correctness. Season one, I think it was there was pretty much nobody in front of the camera or behind the camera who was on the spectrum to kind of consult on the show or to help create the show. So there was a lot of criticism as to how their depiction was inaccurate as to what happens when you're on the spectrum, but You know, thankfully, with this production, they've taken the the lead, and season two and season three actually have people on the spectrum behind the camera and in front of the camera in different kinds of roles. So that's also great because statistically, only about like one percent of autistic actors on screen are played by actual people who have autism. Oh, okay. So okay, so they got that criticism for the first two seasons, and they fixed it in the third. They uh, they fixed it in the second and the third um, season. The first season was without any kind of input from people who are on the spectrum. But I mean, I'm seeing this show. I mean, the creators. Someone must have had some kind of experience with uh, someone on the spectrum. Otherwise, I yeah. I find very unlikely someone who has had absolutely no close interaction with someone like this would take up this subject. I'm guessing. Right, for sure. Yeah, but they definitely ramped it up more. Yeah. Now let's move to Asuran Aditya. This is a Tamil film. Before you tell us about these Tamil yeah. films, Aditya, I. I want to ask you, and and I'm half Tamil myself, so uh, you, know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that, right? Keep bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, because whenever I say politically incorrect things, you can say, "Na, I can say because I'm Tamil." Now, <laughs> tell me, uh, am I um, being too critical? But you know, I've never understood the phenomenon of Rajni Kant and even those uh, Rajamoli's films. What are they called? Those two um, big budget films. Bahubali. Bahubali's. Bahubali. Uh, I mean, other than the yeah, yeah. obvious. Casteism, which was vomit-worthy in those films, and I thought it was fantastic. In fact, at the India conference at Harvard last year, um, the Marathi filmmaker, um, uh, no, sorry, Paranjit, Paranjit was there, and uh, sorry, what's the name? Nagraj Manjula. Nagraj Manjula and Paranjit were there, and Rajmali was in the audience, and Paranjit from I was, uh, you know, at that panel, and he said that he he completely trashed um, the the cast depiction. in in right. rajmouli's film and i was told like messing with rajmouli is like messing with karan johar in bollywood like he can finish your <laughs> career so i thought that was very cool of paranjit anyway uh, but you know my thing was that in most of the tamil films that i've seen that 
I mean, I guess I see the the bang equivalents, like the, the, right. you know, the, the, this whole the Rajmali. I keep, what's the name again? Sorry. Bahubali. Bahubali. You know the Bahubali or the um, or even Kala. Although I liked the politics of the film, there is this overacting in all these old films. You know, like this the Saas Bahus of the early two thousands that. उसने उसको थप्पड़ मारा है डिश कट टू है डिश कट टू है डिश कट टू फाइव पीपल रिएक्टिंग दे फकिंग स्टिल डू दैट यू नो एंड द ओवर एक्टिंग एंड ओ हो इतना सैड आई मीन हिंदी सिनेमाज मूव फ्रॉम दैट दैट यूज टू बी लाइक एन एटीज थिंग इज दैट ट्रू फॉर जस्ट द फिल्म आई वॉच इज दैट ट्रू बाय लार्ज फॉर अ लॉट ऑफ फिल्म Okay, so one of the criticisms I have about, uh, especially awful and awesome, is that like you guys don't get to cover a lot of South cinema. Yeah, right? I know. So you, <laughs> so the only uh, the last two times you uh, covered was one uh, Kumbhalangi Nights, and then uh, Bangalore Days. I think was also covered. But uh, and and you are mentioning about like Bahubali and uh, Rajni Khan films, right? That's it's like saying uh, Bollywood only does Karan Johar type, you know, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gham or DDLJ only movies. Mm-hmm. You do have on the other end of the spectrum, you have uh, guys like uh, you know Anurag Kashyap who are making Gangs of Asipur, right? Or mm-hmm. Article Fifteen, or you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a wide range. It's a wide range. So the ones that you do tend to hear, uh, which come in the cinemas the here. Yeah. So you know, if it has to make enough money. it has to be a global cinema it cannot be a local movie right right especially like how uh, you basically uh, generalize a lot of aspects of the film mm-hmm. uh, like how marvel movies uh, function right uh, they are irrespective of a country uh, they operate in like bahubali is very similar it's a pan india film uh, there is nothing local to bahubali uh, but right. whereas if you look at gangs of wasepur right like it's very very local or masan uh, right very local film uh, so there are films like that in tamil so So Asuran is one example of uh, such a film. Mm-hmm. You know, Asuran is a proper out and out Tamil film, a good Tamil film. There's a ton of uh, uh, great films uh, that are very local. Uh, so this film is starred by Dhanush. Dhanush also coincidentally happens to be Rajnikanth's uh, son-in-law. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to come for the yeah. media rumble last year. Uh, his wife had come, Rajnikanth's daughter. She was on one of our okay. panels. and uh, she had said that right. dhanush may accompany her but he eventually didn't uh, he couldn't make it yeah uh, yeah so dhanush uh, this is directed by vetri maran vetri maran is another phenomenal director he made uh, some great films like uh, like older films starting in like 2010 called polladavan uh, adukulam mm-hmm. and then vada chennai these are all uh, they are basically tamil films for tamilians right like the they are set in these locales uh, that uh, So they're very like context in, heavy. It's it's very context heavy. Yeah, like um, for example, like wh- wh- which film would you say? Like Pan Singh Tomar, right? Like the mm. language they use. Right. It's very specific to that. Uh, so Asuran is a film like that. Taliya thaniya adhu tu andar nda na inno sandosa patrupe. Ola kumudu potu nda paya olele kengi andile bolu thayiri murashmu andade. Nanda moto na. நமக்கு 
they are being hunted right now so the film is basically about how they are trying to escape and how did it come about mm-hmm. uh, there is a lot of uh, cast that they touch upon like these people are uh, these are dalit this is a dalit family that is living outside of the city uh, sorry outside of the village mm-hmm. and they own this small land uh that this upper caste guy wants to grab and uh, they resist uh and in that uh process basically his son gets killed like so, uh, dhanush's so elder son gets killed so this dhanush is like this thing you're talking about the caste um angle even uh, rajnikanth's kala you think it's a conscious effort the family's taking of taking subjects like this or uh, is it a thing these days in the south because tamil nadu and kerala were the two states that woke up to the whole that had a push back to the caste oppression before yeah. anywhere else i mean it's still not happened in places like punjab and 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 up i mean it has kind of in up but not really uh, or is it right. just coincidence are there other films on these subjects there are there are a ton of films actually so a lot of i think this is not uh, this is less about the uh, family uh, i would say uh, more of the directors they are collaborating right now with right. like paranjit obviously course, yeah. one such person right? it just happened so that rajnikanth was working with him and then vetrimaran is another director uh, who also touches upon caste or inequality so his other the previous film the one before this was called visarnai which basically stands for what investigation uh, it means investigation and it won a national film award as well and that's basically about police brutality and how mm-hmm. uh, yeah and is the treatment how of these innocent people is is the treatment of the film like gritty like handheld like ramgopal verma is is it a slightly high production value kind of feel so visarnai was very gritty but this is more uh, uh, this is not uh, so much but still like the production quality is really high uh, mm-hmm. most of the films are actually self produced like danish produces a lot of these no but what i'm asking is does like for example nagraj manjule's film you know fanry that that really sucked you into the the, the dalit experience whereas right. um, the other films where the village experience is very sanitized like like the right. lagan village although it's a great film I don't think any village like that exists. So what does it Yeah, this is this isn't this doesn't fall in the dabang category. So mm. I'd say like this is this uh, stays very true to the roots. Mm. Uh there's this great shot in the film where they show uh like this uh like Ganesh's son is lynched and beheaded and burned. Oh dear. So they have this great shot uh where they are not hesitant to put that body on the frame, flies uh you know on that body on mm. the corpse and like great uh, great visuals actually a uh, very brave film well great uh, to so know the base, the film is basically about that and it doesn't hesitate it doesn't it's not scared of touching on these aspects and you know mm-hmm. i think that's uh, great yeah. i'm i'm so proud that my 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 motherland is the leader <laughs> in in creating this even though i have some horribly illiterate generalizations of the cinema purely because i'm only exposed to the the karan johar equivalents of tamil cinema here uh, although I, yes. i you know i think it's a business model if someone were to open a small 100 seater cinema that shows these films in delhi i'm sure there's enough of an audience for it to run houseful through the year but uh, anyway so that thanks for that uh, let's just do a couple of commercials and we'll come back to american factory amrita but first i would just like to talk about this commercial which is making waves see bajarat ko Blanket? नहीं करन. You know what will really make me warm? क्या? Soup. Soup? रात के तीन बजे. Nor. 
restaurant like soup at home so that any of you who follow karan johar on twitter of the many million people who do uh, or if you've been watching um, 16.7 million people follow karan johar by the way uh, wow. that's the soup nor soup commercial uh, what do you think of it amrita first before i give pillow my ancient opinion i mean it was it was a fine ad it was Loki funny he continued with his brand of making fun of the kind of wishy-washy stance he takes on being homosexual <laughs> and just on with that um in the ad and i guess i mean largely speaking for india maybe it's progressive mm-hmm. but i have a very strong feeling that norris probably not going to broadcast it into like tier 3 4 5 cities or towns where it actually might be progressive it's probably just going to stay amongst the likes of us twitterati and and yeah but uh, yeah i don't have they put on air i don't think they've put this on air this is just a digital only release yeah, yeah. i think for the on air releases they'll have different ads you're right which is well i guess a step forward a step backward i don't know what do you think aditya are we being are we I, expecting I, too much we want we want to leap when a jump is enough i don't know i think we should i think we should uh, leap uh, i think it was they should have just gone and gone ahead and committed to it maybe a kiss wouldn't have hurt you know wow that would be something has there, has there been any male to male kiss in any indian cinema ad there has parikshit is not his head on one of the producer which one parikshit there have been a couple which one uh, there was one in there's a made in heaven i don't know if you've seen it oh That's on right right correct yes yes and then there was uh this one the one that came on uh, Bombay Talkies the four movie short movies by Dibakar Karan Johar Zoya Akhtar and Rakashya that see. was a gay I think it was Karan Johar's movie short story in that anthology as well that had a yeah yeah I see so um I mean first of all I I must say that um this guy Ashim Gulati he's supposed to be this the new sexiest man in Bollywood kind of guy so the concept <laughs> is if you haven't watched it he rings a bell at some anathlia he's lost his keys and karan johar comes out grumbling because as we know people who live in homes like the one karan johar has shown open the door themselves at night because they don't have any staff in india because as we know we the the, the super rich don't don't have any staff that lives at home but anyway he, he opens it and this guy is standing there wet and karan johar gives him a lustful look it it's moved beyond that lower lip being bitten half you know that you know that look i'm talking about that that which is still considered the sexy look bite your lower yeah. lip and do the mm, that thing it's 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 i think that's a very special look i find, i still find it uh, very exciting i think it should be used more often that's that's one relic i wouldn't do away with but uh, and then he comes in he says uh, do you want a blanket he says no karan but you know what to make me really warm of course you've heard the ad so a yeah. uh, karan johar really annoys me uh, cuz i just his cinema really gets on my nerves and uh, <laughs> his uh, interviews are like is neither here nor there i i he doesn't take a stand on anything and i don't find him physically appealing or attractive in a sense like a sharukh khan is or a you know e- even uh, some other people have this this aura uh, persona like even a prakash jha has it or or uh, anurag kashyap has it so i find it very hard to like any any time when he's on screen and that includes this i'm ad. not sure if uh, you are karan johar's audience as well 
<laughs> I know yeah. I I'm too cool. old but no but I'm just saying that this ad I I think it's fantastic that an ad like this is made and I think it's a step forward I wouldn't expect a leap but I I wish there was someone more like because some of the things Karan Johar has said are so um, steeped in elitism you know some of the utterances that he makes in interviews I'm not particularly spring to mind it's very hard but there's no other Hmm. poster boy for bollywood you know a gay a bollywood poster boy yeah so that's also true yeah yeah true so i guess he has that oh. monopoly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well and the other is this tourism australia ad uh, it's it goes like this this is harsha bogle i'm shibani dandika and this is the match we've all been waiting for beautiful day and the covers are off the pitch looks lovely a little bouncy so we can expect a cracker of a game the fielder is underneath oh, and has he caught it oh that's a fine catch that's a brilliant cricket we're witnessing here come celebrate the game and fall in love with australia so basically it's 1 minute of cricket commentary but the visuals that you see are like when they say and the fielder's got under it there's a guy diving under a turtle in the great barrier reef and that's a beautiful catch they get a lobster and a cooking a lobster so you get ready you're juxtaposing cricket commentary with experiences in australia what do you guys think of the ad you go first aditya phenomenal ad yeah it's excellent yeah? i mean harsha bogle's commentary and the visuals uh, they just stick so well i mean loud that ad yeah and i think it's perfect to attract the indian audience uh, because we have a lot of tourists to go overseas uh, it yeah. has an indian giving commentary it has australian thing and it's about cricket so i think it's a perfect like ingredients to attract indian audience what do you think would it make you go to australia amrita are you a cricket nut yeah i, I would go regardless of australia uh-huh. but i think um, yeah i think it almost made me hate cricket commentary a little less <laughs> Oh you also dislike cricket? I mean it's only hours of people just blabbering on and on about nonsense. Like Okay, I'm retired. Oh so they're discussing something on the field and the commentators feel the need to talk about that. I, and I'm I'm sure there's probably a reason that probably people watching on the radio but it's just so annoying. So kind of using that commentary to do something good and make it interesting ad, I think that was great. Right. Okay, so yeah, even I thought that was great. It like me it, it made me dislike cricket a little less. I think it was really <laughs> cleverly done. And uh, yeah, I think Amrita you and I have much in common as far as hitting cricket is concerned. But please I'm I'm a huge cricket lover. Like every weekend the cricket is all I do. Really? So, so in in the states don't you miss cricket? I mean I know that I have a few friends I don't know whether it was the states but in Singapore when T20 or something was happening I think Singapore there's a a क्या कहते हैं मोनोपोली ऑफ द केबल people buy it and they make money <laughs> what about you what's it like in dallas in dallas there's a ton of options i mean there's a lot of uh, it used to be that way earlier but right now there's a lot of players uh, so it's fairly reasonable it's about like 10 dollars a month and you get to watch all uh, all of it whatever you want to so so, so dallas has so you must really like baseball also because it's as boring as cricket 
but I haven't grown up with it, no. So okay, but do you like it? Do you watch it? Do you do you go for a baseball game and watch? Fat men ambling around the ground, and every five minutes they throw a ball, and then again they amble around, and then meanwhile you drink beer and eat hot dogs. I haven't been to a pro baseball game. I've been to amateur baseball games with friends and stuff, and that's more fun. But uh, no, not a pro game. Dallas has some big ass team, right? Uh, baseball team? Yeah, I think Dodgers. Maybe I don't know. Okay, I don't so follow baseball. Clearly, you I don't. I think Dallas Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about Kaithi. What is that about, and why is it special or not? Kaidi. Kaidi. So, oh, this is acha kaidi as in the prisoner. Prisoner, yes. Oh, kaidi. Okay. Kaidi. Uh, so kaidi uh, is another big Diwali release, uh, and it starts by Karthi. Uh, for those that are not familiar with Karthi, maybe you are familiar with Surya. Uh, yes. He's another uh, huge Tamil hero. So he's his brother Karthi. so kaidi is another uh, example of like the gritty films uh, that you see bolla iru kilona market la evlo ya sir 840 crores approx yes our cases for the police car only need right this off bolla iru kilo seize panirukom apdiya job veli vande aganum avan per edho dilliya jail len tappichirukom bolla more of a um it's a suspense thriller so the whole film is set around one night where uh this uh, elite cop squad uh does a drug bust hmm. and they hide uh, all the drugs in a particular location right and this uh, dr- uh the drug kingpin and this and his gang is basically trying to kill those cops actually kill all the cops and get to their stash and in and the process karthi he gets roped in into this adventure and what happens over uh, this one night he's actually a prisoner that just got released from prison he's on his way to meet his daughter uh, who he hasn't seen in like 10 years so it's a big big conundrum that does he risk everything and go back in and not see his daughter yeah, again exactly. right exactly i see uh, it's a phenomenal movie uh, uh they were able to hold the suspense like the entire uh, two and a half hour film mm. and very beautifully done it's all uh, in the night so the photograph uh, the cinematography is excellent uh, with the lights uh, they play around with the lights um, even the suspense is really good uh, they really raise the stakes up uh, even the other characters the extra characters they have that are not central to the uh, uh, film but are still uh, important so they they have put in excellent performances mm-hmm. uh, the story is telling is super tight Hmm. I I would re- really recommend watching this like this is a really good suspense thriller film. All right uh, so we have yeah. two fantastic Tamil films recommendations from Aditya. I have a question just more on where can I watch it is it on online anywhere? <laughs> right now I think it's still in the movies. Okay. So hopefully it gets released in Amazon Prime or somewhere. So does Netflix and, and Amazon Prime pick uh, Kaidi it's called Kaidi but like okay. all things Tamil spelled T H just mm-hmm. like prashant is prashant <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but uh, is there a lot of uh, tamil content on netflix and amazon prime or just one few or on amazon prime there is quite a bit as yeah. a prime as quite a bit okay yeah. maybe you should check it out on prime now tell us about american factory amrita why is it yeah. special or not 
Okay, so this is a bilingual documentary on Netflix. Um, it's um, the first um, piece of content that the Obamas have put out on Netflix um, oh. in their production deal that they have with Netflix now. Uh, and it's the first thing that they put out. It's a documentary that um, focuses on uh, the General Motors factory in Ohio that um, shut down um, because of the financial crisis of 2007, 2008 and lots of people lost their jobs. Hmm. And a few years after that, a uh, Ch uh, Chinese billionaire effectively comes in, buys that plant and sets up a glass factory there. And how that kind of rejuvenates the city, all these people get their jobs, but that also comes with a culture shock, the way that the Chinese people work. And that's obviously much less than GM. Like it, it almost shocked me how much like factory line workers at a General Motors factory were being paid. It's $29 an hour. Wow, okay. That's eight-hour shift. That's like, Hong Kong is an incredibly expensive city to live in, and they'd be fine living in Hong Kong if they made that money. Hmm. And so obviously the Chinese factory owner, he's paying like less than 50% of that. And these people are like, oh, we can't go back to our lifestyle, the Americans and the Chinese counterparts in China are like, it's, it's a very culture shock movie where it's like how you effectively live life where in China they work because work is life and right. in America they work because it's money. Hmm. And it kind of navigates that. It's not propaganda based. It just kind of shows you the two sides and lets you kind of make your own decision and it kind of ends with the the overarching um, reality of automation taking over even those jobs that China did bring in to America. Right. So um, I'm reading, um, I just Googled um, Obama mm -hmm. Netflix deal. So there are a lot of articles, you know, in, in Vanity Fair, in Style, in yeah. People. Of course, uh, they all say it's unspecified what the deal is worth. So they've set up a production company and they're going to be producing stuff in partnership with Netflix. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a, uh, there was this criticism that, uh, you know, uh, about, uh, that Trump was making actually recently about uh, uh, how, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, but he awarded the G7 to be hosted at yeah. one of his properties. Yes, and then he backed and, out, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, he backed out, but before he backed out, he started saying like, uh, this is not, uh, you know, this is not abuse of power. Like Obama's uh, got a huge deal with Netflix. Was it not negotiated while he was the president? Yeah. So, Right. But, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. always a tough one. But I mean, any former U.S. president is got gets huge money to speak. So whether it's Netflix deal, even when Obama came here, I think that was an India Today event. And there were all sorts of rumors of how much he was paid. And we yeah. tried to get uh, Monica Lewinsky to talk about Me Too uh, at the Media Rumble. And we couldn't afford her. Her, her speaking fees were, I think, 120,000 U.S. dollars. Um, and yeah, the same thing can be asked that what's her claim to fame? Um, so I guess you, in America, if you have become famous, um, you have speaker fee like that, that Sh Sean Spicer, right? That joker of the White House, uh, correspondence, yeah. whatever, he was the spokesman. No. Yeah. Yeah. Who was in that dancing show? Like, he looks like a frog. I'm not sure how graceful he is. He was an obnoxious <laughs> prick when he was dealing yeah. with the press but he's famous yeah. so he'll get eyeballs so i think while i in in case of uh, monica Lewinsky, i think she would have been a great addition because today i mean i read that piece that she wrote i think that was for um for slate where did she write that piece i've forgotten uh, when the me too was at its peak and she spoke about how you know she was given a raw deal when 
yeah. this whole and i thought it was very well written yeah. she's obviously a really smart woman uh, mm-hmm. so but but in america once you're famous you can monetize that yeah so and if you've been the us president then fuck of course you're going to monetize it i don't see what the yeah. i mean as long as you're not giving away state secrets yahan par to people who have headed the raw you know raw or ib after retirement they write a tell all book fuck dude you were heading the intelligence unit of india you can't write a tell all book it's that's not part of you know but uh, so uh, so that that was uh, um american factory right i should watch that i think there's something i'll i'll i'd like i love docu's man tell me uh, amrita this has been a very feel good kind of awful and awesome so far uh, because usually me and rajshree don't like anything but is it so to keep to keep that mood alive tell me something you hated that you watched recently hated oh okay I didn't watch it because I stopped halfway but war was pretty bad. Oh the the uh, the two guys were The Russian movie like I I thought I could sit through it because the Russian is beautiful and yeah. glorious but no it it's it really drains on you and it's way too long. Aditya did you hate anything? Uh no I don't remember if you guys uh, reviewed uh, Saho yeah. Saho have no you? I didn't I didn't have the guts to watch it. Yeah, you were lucky you were lucky man. You watched it. <laughs> I <laughs> the it was supposed to be like a huge thing for prabhas after bahubali right hmm. there was his own production like his friends production and stuff and they've invested what like 400 crores in the film wow and didn't make the money back such, i mean they made the money back like uh, they had a global release they made 450 crores back so i mean uh if you're investing that much like you can put it in an fd and you know you might have got what in that back uh, over the course of yeah, like 3 yeah. 4 years All right so anyway hmm but, uh, but you know it's pr- such a shitty film that, that was clear by the promos itself and i did watch krk's review of saho kamal ar khan you know uh-huh. who he is oh, of course the hero okay so i, I watched his i uh, sometimes watch his like 7 8 minute reviews i find them quite funny but saho yeah, I, i can't tolerate this prabhas guy because the bahubali thing i don't understand uh-huh. how he's such a big star uh, i think he's a terrible actor i don't think he has the looks of a of a rithik roshan either uh, I right. but I don't know why he's so big and he doesn't have that style of Rajnikanth you know the bizarre the over the topness like even Devanand had like walk sideways or do things that nobody else can normally do but get away with it yeah. uh, he yeah. I I don't know why he's such a big star what, what's special about him uh he's uh, I think 62 or something and uh, Rajmouli likes him and uh, Rajmouli mm-hmm. elevates uh, his hero characters I see. so that's the only thing that Prabhas has But uh, he's a terrible actor his diction is shit was he uh, very popular before bahubali or was it bahubali that kind of propelled him to stardom uh he was popular before bahubali as well okay. like uh, even then it was through mostly through rajmouli uh even okay. when he was popular before rajmouli so i yeah. see so um i have a couple of emails if um amrita and aditya will just bear with me let me just read these emails out this is from anjalin Angelin says hi NL team I just became a paid member of News Laundry a few days back and I must say thank you in all caps thank you for reviving my interest in Indian politics and news thank you for making me believe there are sane voices out there still trust me the voices i hear around me at work in friend circles makes me question how people with similar educational cultural social backgrounds as me can in their right mind be okay with what is passing as journalism patriotism indian values etc news laundry podcasts and videos have been a great source of refreshing knowledge and i love how you guys speak truth to power i love how detailed and fact based and well researched the discussions are 
on News Laundry Hafta. On a lighter note, the awful and awesome podcast is hilarious and a great stress buster. Clearly, she didn't say well-researched to the awful and awesome. <laughs> With good reason. I have an infant at home and I'm surrounded by overwhelming sounds of nursery rhymes through the day. Having News Laundry podcasts play in my ear helps me tune out and feel myself a little saner. Very heard and very, very hopeful. Sorry for the rant, but just had to let you guys know how amazing you are. Regards, Anjalin. Thank you, Anjalin. Very sweet of you to write this letter of encouragement. I'm glad we are able to add some value to your life and make you a little more hopeful because we here are hopeful. I am an eternal optimist. Today, see, the the AQI is merely ha- hazardous as opposed to life-threatening day before yesterday. See, things are getting better. <laughs> so, today, how are you even living in Delhi? Dude, Aditya, you have no idea. The, I mean... Um, uh, today is what Tuesday, right? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday was so bad. I was actually contemplating that by next year should I just leave the city. But today the sun is out and I can see clearly now the smog is gone. It hasn't really. It's just a little bit. It's still pretty fucked by your standards, Hong Kong and Dallas standards. But hamari liye yehi baat hai. You know, as that in 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 Gajni na when Amir Khan asks the waiter for thoda aur kuch lao, he says tere liye baat hai. So, <laughs> Mere liye baat hai. But yeah, sad, sad, low expectations. Well, let's hope something is done by next year. So um, before we move on to the other two things, just why don't you tell us about Bigly Aditya and then I would want to talk before we go back to the commercial, I want to talk about the music scene and what I like lately. In fact, after ages, I came across a new song which I really loved. So I'll tell you about that. But what is, Achha, it's Bigil, not Bigly. Achha, I thought Bigly. I thought yeah. it was some Trump production. Bigly. Bigly. No. So this is another... <laughs> <laughs> this is another Tamil film. So uh, this is uh, this is one of those uh, you know commercial films that you hear about and the ones that you are identifying with, like Rajnikanth and you know right. Tamil film cinema that isn't good. Hmm. So Bigil is one of those. Directed by Atli uh, Kumar. Only commercial film. Yeah, Atli. Atli is the director. He's he's a young man. Yeah, he's only thirty three. He's okay. uh, done like four or five films already. All of them big budget. Most of them with uh, Vijay. Hmm. Vijay is a starter in this film too. Right. Hmm. So uh, this was a big Diwali release. Hmm. And um, so this this is uh, like uh, the one of the questions you asked earlier was like was uh, Rajnikan family was there a political angle to this? So there is political angle to this film. Hmm. So Vijay is uh, someone that wants to come into politics. So there are enough of uh, dialogues thrown around uh, where he basically stands up to Delhi and says you guys can't come and you know take us over. Stuff like that. Regional identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, I don't know if anybody in uh, Delhi cares so much about, you know, what's happening over down in Chennai. But uh, <laughs> he plays it up quite a bit. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the film is primarily around uh, Vijay and uh, how he is the, he is a gangster. Uh, he basically lords over uh, this small area. But he has aspirations to start a football club because he's an uh, erstwhile Tamil Nadu football, so you know, a football player. Hmm. And uh, so he starts a female uh, soccer club, and he tries to touch about feminism and stuff. Uh, if you look at the trailer, it's absolute shit because hmm. uh, it's a mix of everything. Like they threw in, like dedicated to all the women and stuff, uh, which was really scary because I was really scared how they'll, you know, misrepresent and stuff. Right. Mm. Luckily. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Hmm. So it was like the so Nor Johar. Uh, so it's better than the trailer. It's not as bad as the trailer, the film. It's, yeah, luckily. 
Uh, but 140 crore I just read the budget is 140 crore of course one can't believe what one reads uh, I recommend a podcast on NPR uh, Planet Money it of course talks about Hollywood films and how they calculate the budgets and much right. of it is notional mm-hmm. so even in India when you see these numbers thrown around uh, I don't know how much of it is actual cash spend and how much of it is notional but even if it's like a 40% discount that's still a 100 crore budget that's a huge film man Yeah, so they've spent quite a bit. Like they've done a lot of uh, CGI. Hmm. So they had to show uh, crowds in the football field. So hmm. they spent quite a bit. Uh, some of the, so he placed some insane uh, shots, uh, you know, uh, flying in the air and kicking the ball here and there. So all of those. So the culmination, uh, so the, the, the climax is a football climax. Culmination is, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it is in in a way it is but it's basically a message oriented film uh, it's a proper commercial film would you recommend yeah. it or can we spend our time better <laughs> uh i mean it's if it's coming on the tv and you have nothing else to do yeah watch it uh, but if even if you miss it nah, nothing else you know you haven't missed much well my favorite football film is uh, bended like beckham in fact not just my favorite football film it's one of my top 10 all time top 10 films a cuz i love football really Yeah, uh, I just love football. I think um what that the it tugged at the heartstrings, the Indian, you know, diaspora experience in UK like that and the music that Wafadar have Mitti Punjab it had a lot of Punjabi music so you know, of course. And it that and it really tugged at the heartstrings of this Indian woman fighting against her conservative Sikh family wanting to play football and it had Kiara <laughs> Knightley that's her name, right? That was I think the first film who was beautiful and I was in love and I was like If I find a girl like that I'll get married like she plays football <laughs> she's beautiful she doesn't give a shit about what people say so yeah I think uh, that's an amazing film it's it's I can watch it like back to back like three times in the same day I'm surprised uh, that's the film that you know reminds you of Indian diaspora in the yeah. UK and stuff not DDLJ <laughs> not DDLJ well I really like DDLJ also but it didn't like I I liked it cuz I like Shah Rukh and uh, Kajol and the music was amazing but no <laughs> what what about you uh, what do you what do you think of the film amrita have you seen uh, bandit like beckham yeah yeah i've seen it i wouldn't say it's one of my most favorite movies but yeah it's a decent watch hmm what's your favorite sports film i have no idea i'll come back to you on that what Not about yours aditya uh invictus hmm hmm right yeah so no one said that kabir khan's that 70 minute what was that that Hockey oh, film. Chuck the India. <laughs> Chuck the India, right? Chuck the India. Anti-national wheels. Anti-nationals, yeah. correct. Let me just talk a little bit about Khule Nagade. It's um, something that was recommended by Parikshit, our producer. He actually has a very wide variety taste in music, and he's way better informed on music than I am. I'm just very narrow, pop culture-ish. So it's called Khule Nagade, the Bandish Project, featuring Swadeshi. And uh, this is what one of the tracks sounds like. So that's what it sounds like. I, uh, I mean, I'll just tell you what I thought of it. Uh, I, I'm not crazy about it. I just think it kind of falls flat between two spaces. One is 
the whole hip hop rap thing i think works better if the language used is not like a hindi essay like charitra shuddh saaf rakhna like no one fucking talks like that you write an essay like that or even lines like hriday se sampark khelti wo bhavna se uske bhav anginat you know this is like a ramdhari dinkar's poem that we used to learn in school like mm-hmm. like the gali boy kind of lingo is is the lingo that i think goes with rap Street language, uh, yeah. yeah. This also sounds a lot like तुम तूफान समझ पाओगे you know झुलस गया तन झुलस गया मन like हरिवंश राय बच्चन's poetry. That poetry works great as poetry. I don't think it works great as rap. For hip hop and rap, you have to break. For me, you have to break the you know the conventional grammar language. It can't sound like such lovely poetry. And if it does, then it has to sound like Gulzar. That poetry is written for music. it's not written for poetry um so yeah so but but it's marathi and bengali okay so i just heard the hindi one sorry so but in any case the bengali and marathi would be wasted on me we'll tell rajshri to try the bengali i don't know whether she would uh, give it the time but uh, have you guys heard it what did you think yeah i actually heard it because yeah i and um, the one that he's talking about i think the bengali slash marathi one i quite like that one um maybe also because it's probably the first time i've heard um rap in local indian languages so i was like oh it's new yay so maybe that's why i like it too but yeah the one that was bengali slash marathi rock today that was quite nice was it like tagore's bengali or was it a rapper's no, no, no. bengali so they would translate in english to give blood okay and i think based off the um netaji um um speech that tum mujhe khoon do main tumhe azadi dunga hmm. so it's a play on that and it kind of takes that political stance and it there's lots of different kind of political current elements thrown into it there's the gauri lankesh murder that's i think spoken about briefly in the song as well so it's quite woke and politically aware oh nice so, I, I I like Rabbi's song Jugni. His take on Jugni. Jugni is this character that has been used by lots of traditional Punjabi singers, but usually in a very crass, often sexist um, kind of storytelling device. Uh, he used it for a political message with this song. म्यूजिकट Because there was no tempo to hold on to, like the beat was not consistent. The change keep changing it. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a mix of EDM, uh, heavy EDM use, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, I thought, you know, uh, even if you don't get the language, if the music's good, you know, you tend to enjoy it, right? Hmm. Uh, but this, I just this did just didn't work for me. So 
but right so yeah. since we are yeah. on music i just thought i should talk about something that i liked you know after long time i i liked a song um it's from saath khun maaf which was i think i don't know how many years ago 6 7 years ago saath khun maaf the film by vishal bhardwaj which actually that uh, um what's wrong with me i'm really become an old uncle yeah the writer who lives in masuri yeah raskin bond raskin bond also does a little cameo in that film um it's based on his story right it's based on a story correct yes so um there's a song in that called bekara it sounds like this bekara hai bekara aankhein band kijiye na doobne lage hum saans lene dijiye na परफेक्ट कमिंग टूगेदर ऑफ द फाइनेस्ट लिरिक्स आई हर्ड इन अ लॉन्ग टाइम द मोस्ट अमेजिंग म्यूजिक एंड इट्स पिक्चराइज ब्यूटिफुली इफ यू आर वॉचिंग दिस इन अ सिनेमा आई से इवन यू डोंट लाइक द फिल्म आई डेड ऑल द फिल्म वॉज ट्रैश बाई मोस्ट पीपल um i liked it i didn't love it but i liked it but i think just this song is so beautifully pictureized in the film it blows your mind away and i think this uh, you know that this this sentiment arz kiya hai mulaiza farmaiye bekara hai bekaram aankhein band kijiye na doobne lage hain hum saans lene dijiye na it's it's for simple lines what it means aditya is in case you're wondering what is this so uh, it 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 means that i'm drowning in your eyes but it's it's lost in translation but i highly recommend people just google the lyrics of this song and listen to this song i th- i don't think a song this beautiful has been written in the last decade in india and this is uh, parikshit you know if you're going to be using really fancy language for me it should sound like this uh, or it should be like you know sadak wali language it can't be yeah anyway the middle <laughs> yeah you 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 are now uh, compensating for rajeshri's elitism <laughs> <laughs> yeah possibly and oh by the way i and i i came across a song that after a long time i you know you read this uh, i don't know robert levine and these kind of singers of these days i don't know i'm getting the first name wrong something levine huh adam levine adam levine okay adam levine i think he's very popular and my niece and nephew keep listening to these songs and i find them quite ami and i just heard a song that they were listening to the other day and i fell in love with it and i haven't liked a song so much in a while it's called dancing with a stranger it sounds like this i don't want to be alone tonight it's pretty clear that i'm not over you i'm still thinking about the things you do so i don't want to be alone tonight alone tonight alone tonight Sam Smith and Normani I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right Have you guys heard it do you like that song No this doesn't strike me like right away Okay anyway I I think after a long time this song like brings back the whole sound of Billy Ocean's Caribbean Queen kind of you know that 80s music which was you know full of melody and disco and it was great to dance to so I just thought I'd mention it that uh, after a long yeah. time I I came across a song that was as beautiful as the songs of the 80s What <laughs> <laughs> Since since you are mentioning the 80s, maybe I can chip in with a uh, really good rap song. 
I don't know if uh, it's not really new, uh, but it's really good. So immigrants, we get the job done. Uh, yeah, aware of that. it's so good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, collaboration between uh, various artists. Uh, this uh, came out of the Hamilton mixtape. Uh, hmm. Are you for uh, for those of you that are not familiar with Hamilton, the, it's an amazing Broadway play. But they did a mixtape, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, with a bunch of folks. So do listen to it. I'll share the link here. Immigrants, we get the job done. But this is what it sounds amazing. like. Banks with a prenup. Banks with a prenup. Immigrants, we get the job done. Look how far I come. We get the job done. Look how far I come. Immigrants, we get the job done. Now, before we wind up with commercials we're going to talk about, I just have one more email. This is from Sanjana Suresh Kumar. Sanjana says, Dear Rajshin Abhinandan, I'm writing this mail to recommend a stand-up special that is currently airing on Amazon Prime. It's titled Alex in Wonderland. It's from Chennai-based comic Alexander Babu. Actually, I'm not recommending it to you too precisely, but rather to any of your listeners who grew up listening to or have ever even a remote interest in Tamil music of the 80s and 90s. I myself am a Malayali who grew up in Trivandrum in the 90s, but my familiarity with the works of Ille Raja, MS Vishwanathan and A.R. Rahman was enough for me to find the show entertaining. Hilarious and thoughtful. Over two hours, Alex takes you through his life, juxtaposed to the evolution of Tamil music, interspersed with some rib-tickling observations like Rajnikanth's furious walking or Yesuda's singing even the dirtiest of songs like It's a Bhajan, like a devotional one, spot-on impressions of Kamal Hassan's English and how SPB laughs in his songs. Who's SPB? Uh, Bal Subramaniam. Oh, I see. Oh, SP Bal Subramaniam, right. A few life lessons and a message about religious unity. It is admittedly a show meant for a regional audience, but it is definitely, but it definitely deserves a place on your podcast about pop culture, so it would be really great if you could talk about this on your show. More of us nostalgic for the music of Hollywood's bygone era can discover it. Yours sincerely, Sanjana Suresh Kumar. I know my subscription has expired, but currently I'm an impoverished student eking out living in London. I hope to get a part-time job later this month and I promise that the first thing I do with my wages will be to subscribe to News Laundry. Sanjana, thank you so much for the recommendation. It sounds really interesting. I'd, I'm definitely going to watch this and I'm not just saying it because... Rajshri keeps saying I do no homework and I just land up on the podcast talking about stuff that I watched 10 years ago. But I will definitely watch this. uh, The show is really good for you because since you're a Tamilian, you know. Yes. (laughs) The show is in Tamil. Oh, it's in Tamil. Fully Tamil. It's in Tamil. It's very hard to follow, man. Like I tried watching it. uh, So it's very nostalgic to Tamil culture and stuff. So have you watched it? Tamilians. Uh, I watched part of it and then I couldn't really like, it's not uh, like hilariously laugh out loud. It's more of a nostalgia thing. So maybe Sanjana can join us, Parikshit or someone else, a Tamil speaker who's watched it can talk about it next time because if it's completely in Tamil, then it's kind of wasted on a fake Tamilian like me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but what I would want to talk about, Sanjana, what you said that you have not renewed your subscription because you are right now an impoverished student. You know, um, it's really sweet and when I get mails like this, I'm touched. I, I feel... I feel really good that, um, you know, people think we are worth this. I remember we got a mail a few weeks ago about this guy who has very limited, like, pocket money. He's also studying abroad. And the toss-up for him was a news laundry subscription, or I think he, uh, or a film, I forget what. And I remember thinking that if I were in college and that was the choice, I would definitely take latter. And But he subscribed to news laundry. 
and thank you so much and you know what we're going to try to do and i'm going to bangalore we i have a meeting with our with someone who's going to be taking over our tech um we'll create a system where those of our listeners who do make more money than they need can contribute in a in in a fund where they can gift subscriptions to others so students who don't have the money but want to subscribe can put their names up and those who have the money to be able to pay for the subscription can give it as a gift to people who they don't know and i'm very proud to say we have a lot of news laundry groups happening two in the us one here in delhi uh, people are getting to know each other through news laundry because they they find people with similar interests so this is a way news that laundry is a new grinder dude क्या कह रहा है यार आदित्य तूने पूरा मिट्टी मलीद कर दी मेरे मेरे नोबल इतने सेंटिमेंट्स विच वर ऑलमोस्ट स्पिरिचुअल तूने उसमें ग्राइंडर में घुसा दिए खैर आई गेस आदित्य इज फीलिंग इन फॉर राजश्री है बट नो सो संजना या आई होप यू गेट अ ग्रेट जॉब फास्ट एंड नॉट ओनली इज इट सच अ वेल पेइंग जॉब दैट यू कैन रिन्यू योर सब्सक्रिप्शन बट you can gift two subscriptions to other students who can't uh, afford to subscribe to news laundry but thank you for the mail and next time we will review this with some tamil speaker finally uh, coming to the two ads one is this ford vijayraj commercial and the second is the legal notice so first let's talk about this legal notice so city bank i, I thought it was a very beautiful ad i haven't seen the film that this um, filmmaker s- says his name is jitender rai and uh, he says it is highly disappointing to see a brand of such caliber create a film that is a direct copy of our film cup of tea so i haven't seen cup of tea but if any of you have um, what do you think of the ad by the way it was a diwali release ah uh, yeah i mean yeah i saw the the city bank ad and yeah it's very well made but then when you watch the cup of tea ad it's pretty much seen to seen lifted oh it is um, hmm yeah i mean it just shot with more money so it looks nicer Hmm. and at the end this one ends with the kids celebrating with a bunch of cakes and that one ends with the kid taking her to a village and she's more educated so then she can educate the villagers hmm. but essentially the gist is exactly the same right. yeah right uh, what do you think <laughs> aditya uh, i don't know if i agree with uh, amrita uh, hmm. cuz i i the i saw it in the other order i saw the kabaddi first and then i saw the city bank ad hmm. and then uh, there are similarities uh, definitely uh, but uh, i don't think there's enough of a similarity uh, i don't think uh, for a legal case yeah it's a similar idea but it's not a frame to frame copy yeah it's uh, it's almost like the katy perry dark horse uh, you know the controversy that happened recently okay i don't uh, know so please soup. just tell tell me what is the katy perry dark horse controversy <laughs> there's basically uh, this uh, katy perry song called dark horse uh, there was this plagiarism case uh, that she copied it from another song uh, because one of the tempo uh, it's similar it's similar but not the same okay. and yeah so the court ruled against her uh, but hmm. the whole music community is basically up against up in arms saying that you basically cannot uh, that's that's not plagiarism that like you cannot have yeah. a hold over that but you know uh, i mean so this, while what you say may be true about it may not being a frame to frame copy i do think that in the creative space it's very difficult to prove an outright copy like i find it highly likely that the ad is a copy or the idea has come from the film the scene because it is mm-hmm. too similar to be but at the same time it's not an idea as unique as let's say um that gajni was copied from but memento you know it was completely memento. like it's not normal like here it's an act of yeah. kindness 
it's like for example uh, the film Diwar which in my view is the best film ever made um when Shashi Kapoor shoots that boy for stealing bread and then goes and gives bread to the family I, I mean it's an act of kindness that is not unique it's just how you manifest it so i think it's very difficult to prove in court i i don't think they'll win mm-hmm. the case but i think it's a beautiful ad and why i like the ad is because i think in our society uh, in india especially if you catch someone stealing a picking a pocket i've seen people being dragged out of buses for you know stealing some money or someone has stolen something you hammer the fuck out of him and meanwhile you'll have people who have sat over riots who have happily murdered people or got them murdered and you'll kiss their asses just because you can't fucking touch them so jo milta hai usko pel do so i'm sure there'll be a lot of people who'll say this ad gives the wrong message ki bhai chori karna theek hai but i think if a child steals and fuck you let the kid be i i think this message is important in our country which is insensitive and cruel and bullying and they'll only beat up someone because they can not because of the enormity of the crime yeah, my the rant is over okay, what does that have to do with city city bank it's such a kind uh, bank here yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah so basically in the city ad when she buys the cake she uses her card to pay for the cake and that's the only product um placement there is just that's it <laughs> young cynical aditya i think diwali ads are not so much a product message fit as it is about the message of diwali i i don't think we give a fuck if the if the product is fits with the message as long as the message fits with diwali i th- i think but yeah you're right it could be an ad for anything it could be an ad for dollar underwear <laughs> that's true yeah and the final ad is a fairly forgettable vijayraz ad it's um for ford It's been featured on the campaign magazine. Lo, Sharma ji ne Ford ki gaadi li hai. Par maine suna hai ki Ford ki service sab lut jate hain. Kahan liya? Humse puchho. Maine to suna hai inka naam Sharma ji hi nahi. Kya? Inko to log suna. Baatein hain idhar ki udhar hoti rehti. Lekin Ford ki service cost hai surprisingly affordable. Na ek paisa idhar, na ek paisa udhar. I mean it's a, it's a 1 minute 10 second ad I didn't think it was great uh but I it was interesting to see it cuz I saw Vijay Raj after a long time uh, for those you know Vijay Raj he made his debut with Monsoon Wedding I was a camera assistant on that and I remember even while we were shooting it although there were stars like Nasir in the film everybody on set knew that this guy is going to be the star because even during this when the scenes were filmed everyone used to crack up he was so good but what I found deeply you know i i just found it disappointing was that he was young at that time and he was getting a chance to debut in a mira nair film and i remember after every sh- shot he'd be ha ho gaya jaao gaadi ka he was like ha yaar paisa mil raha hai thoda kaam mil raha hai who gives a fuck about anything else there was no excitement that he's he could be a part of something big and of course monsoon went on wedding went on to become such a huge film and he you know went to venice and because he was the star pk dubey was the star nasir was the star of the film and after that when i saw him in many other films he picked such shit roles even in the television shows um clearly i think cynicism had set in very early i mean i i found it sad to see him in the sad i think he was a talent which could have been like much bigger than he is now mm. <laughs> there's a saying right like the uh, only difference between an amateur and a professional is you know the professional shows up on time so hmm. <laughs> I mean hmm I don't know I think for some like this you have to have passion yeah you have to really have passion to do stuff you have to do it just because you like doing it not because you're successful or not like news laundry yeah mm-hmm. you just have to want to do it even though fuck news is dying all around us <laughs> newsrooms are shutting down uh people are cynical about news 
but yeah you got to love to do it man um yeah. i so, thought it was interesting how they added like that gossip fake news element in the ad kahin yeah. se kuch hota hai yeah fake news is the flavor of the month of the year <laughs> actually but uh, another couple of announcements do tell others about the awful and awesome entertainment rap give us a ranking give us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us from otherwise come to newslaundry.com we have lots of reports stories videos podcasts and you'd enjoy it and while you're there do subscribe to newslaundry.com we don't take advertising we depend on you to fund us so we can grow and prosper and if not that at least survive my dear subscribers what about the asia podcast of the asia uh-huh. podcast asia podcast awards the best podcast apparently right oh yeah <laughs> the the results are due on the 9th of november for the asia podcast awards so yeah but aditya you should plug your podcast here tell tell the people what they can come for what's it called and what they can look forward to right so yeah do listen to us it's uh, hindi and telugu you can search for us on uh, itunes spotify stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts we talk about uh, all film, uh, all cinema all tv all video uh, but it's in telugu <laughs> right so it's very specific for a telugu audience so so telugu audience yeah. and uh, how about you amrita what would you like to plug before we say goodbye nothing i'm good <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much amrita and aditya for joining us and co-hosting you can get on with your day amrita and you can get on with your night aditya i hope you wake up on time and don't miss any deadlines thanks for making the time amrita your office looks too fancy maybe one day news laundry can have an office like that <laughs> Write into us at contact at news laundry with your feedback, suggestions, criticism, or critique. If you have any abuse, just leave it on Rajshree's Twitter timeline. If you have any nice things to say, you can leave it on my Twitter timeline. Thank you, Parikshit and Anil, our producer and sound recordist. We will see you again next week. Thank you, Miss Roy. Thank you, Mr. Ralangi. Thank, Thank you, Mr. Sekri. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe.